The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to VoiceAmerica.com and to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on America's Voice. Okay, and we are talking today about listening, about really understanding relationships in marriage. And my guest is Phoebe Hutchinson, all the way from Australia with me on by, on the phone. Her book is Are You Listening? Life is Talking to You. And Honeymooners Forever, 12-Step Marriage Survival Guide. She holds a diploma in professional counseling. She's a member of the Australian Institute of Professional Counseling and has worked extensively with clients in crisis. And again, her new guide really gives us time-tested methods for identifying positive life strategies that will lead to peace and success. Welcome, Phoebe. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Good, good. Can you hear me? I can, yes, thank you. Good, good, okay. All right, so you have several talking points. And one of the major talking points you have is listen to life. Very interesting. What do you mean by that? Um, I think that life is very interactive. And um, even though life does talk to us very subtly, it's really important to listen to the cues and I guess have faith that life will guide us and help us. Having that positive attitude really makes such a difference. Mm, yeah. Very much so. When you say... Life is interactive. You know, you're talking about listening to everything, our bodies, um, you know, think, watching the environment around us, people's expressions, correct? Yeah, well, in my book, I've got 10 chapters, and they are basically listen to yourself, your thoughts, emotions, body instincts, relationships, love and passion, time and money, rules and the universe. So it's really quite eclectic, but bringing everything together to really interpret what's going on. Mm. Give us an example of listening to love and passion. What does that mean? Give us an example. Okay. Um, passion is it's a really fascinating one. I deal with clients in crisis, as, as you've already mentioned, and I have a crisis wheel which I devise to help define where people are at when I see them in my counseling sessions. And one of those eight areas that I look at when people are struggling with life is passion. How are they going? So many people are ignoring their passions, not following their hobbies, not doing what they love. 
and I believe it causes a direct relationship between the serotonin and the dopamine in the brain and sometimes can lead to depression. It's a contributing factor. Mm-hmm. So if you don't feel passionate, should you then be trying to look at something chemically in your system or getting checked out for that? Yeah, for sure. That's a really good question, Patricia. Um, and you as a counsellor know these things. But when people, you know, certainly front up to counselling and they're feeling numb to life and disconnected, uh, then I do use the crisis wheel from my book, Are You Listening? Life is Talking to You. Um, and I look at the, their whole life. I look at their uh, thoughts, their self-esteem, their past, looking into their grief and their loss and certainly any trauma, their emotions, their brain chemicals by asking certainly about what, how they're going in terms of food, exercise, which is just amazing for increasing serotonin, dopamine, reducing cortisol. I look at their support networks, how supported they are in their relationships with others and with their passion, once again, their lifestyle, how that's going, their work, what they do and uh, so forth. So I really get a really good idea of what's going on to, so we can go to the areas where they need help. Mm-hmm. Because someone may be numb, for instance, with, with post-traumatic stress. They may be numb with um, childhood issues that they haven't resolved, resentment taking over. They may be numb with grief and loss. They may be numb with constant negative thoughts causing low self-esteem, feeling hopeless. So it's really finding those, those key areas and working with those. Um, I'll talk about the subconscious a bit later too, but I'm certainly working with what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about listening to your thoughts. You know, really paying attention. Uh, give us an example of that and how we should respond. I mean, what if you're in one of those negative moments where you keep thinking and ruminating about the same thought? over and over again and it's not helping you, what should you do about that? That's such a great question. And this is what we all go through. And, and these things, these things can become quite um, nightmarish when we become over-focused on negativity and the thoughts just repeat and repeat. Well, with my research about the mind and with our thoughts, I found out that we have over 70,000 thoughts a day So imagine if we're in a rut of negative thinking and they often repeat many of those thoughts the next day. So we've really got to get a good handle on these thoughts, on changing them. So what I say in the book, one of my simple tools, and there's many simple tools in there, um, it's, it's very similar to CBT, but it's really just change channels. So when those negative thoughts start, just imagine that your brain is a TV channel and just flip it over to the positive thoughts channel. Um, it's yeah. also really good to, to really try and establish where those thoughts are coming from. You may have some deep-seated blocks, certainly some negative patterns that you have in your subconscious. So really trying to establish where, where are they coming from, what's actually going on. It may be things that are happening in your life that are really stressful that you need to start engaging in what's going on with my emotions. I have a tool in there called the three W's in my book, which is really um, asking, what am I feeling? Um, Why am I feeling this way? And what can I do about it? Which is really helping us engage with our emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another thing you talk about is something called heal fast, 
What do you mean by that? Did you say heal fast? He, yeah, heal fast. That when you heal, you're more able to hear to hear life. And so you talk about um, cognitive behavior therapy to help readers heal, but it's it's yeah. a way, as you say, to heal fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think what I'm really saying is that if you have an issue to really seek help, um, to use the strategies, if you need to see a counselor or a psychologist, to certainly do that and to do the work. I mean, I'm always saying to my clients, um, go and do your homework. Now, I do have some naughty boys who don't go and do their homework and certainly some girls, some of my clients, uh, ladies and men. But the thing is, you really need to be doing your homework. So that is the changing the channels. That's really diarising the thoughts. And whatever homework I give out, we need to certainly um, look at what's going on in our life and in our emotions, and we need to um, try and work with that and, tra- and make the positive changes. So we can heal fast. And and if you don't do that, then that can bring blocks. Talk about common blocks that people have. Sorry, I wasn't sure what you said. Blocks, blocks to success. Ah, uh, yes. Very good one. Uh, now, that's really working with the subconscious mind. I looked into hypnosis. I find that just fascinating. Um, two of my most fascinating discoveries while researching the book, I, I went wide with the book. I looked at natural therapies and medicine and, and, uh, and certainly self-help, psychology, hypnosis, quantum physics. But one of the most fascinating things I looked at was the subconscious mind. Regardless of what we're doing, what actions we're taking, if we've got a really big block in our subconscious, that overrides everything. Now, when I was many years ago, I was trying to get a record deal. I was a singer, I still am a singer, but I was a singer totally obsessed with, um, you know, being on the charts and getting my songs out there, and it never happened. I never, you know, got the record deal, and I really believe that the reason it never happened is because when I was trying, I didn't believe that I'd ever get the record deal. So I was doing all this work and making video clips and making CDs, but underneath it all, I didn't feel good enough. It's <laughs> strange. Mm-hmm. So I had a self-sabotaging belief out there. So if we have a self-sabotaging belief that we're not good enough, that this will never happen, uh, of course it won't. And in the end, when I did get an exciting offer to tour with a really big um, record label with a band, I realized I didn't want it. <laughs> I didn't want that then. I wanted to be with my family. So... I think it's really important that we know what we want and we certainly are congruent. What we want and what we're doing are matched with our, with what, <laughs> with yeah. our core beliefs and we need to make sure we've got no blocks. And that you bring up a good point that sometimes people think they know what they want but really don't. How do you determine that? Do you look first at what you don't want? Uh, Look, that's a great question. I think realistically, we all have intuition. Although some people have trouble hearing intuition, and sometimes we all have trouble hearing intuition at times. So really, when we are quiet, I do encourage people a lot to just pull away from media, to pull away from the daily news, uh, and to just really spend more time reflecting in their life every day and having quiet time every day. I certainly, um, in a normal school routine with my son and everything that happens in our work, what I do is I have 9 o'clock till 11 at night. 
just to unwind. And I think we all need that quiet time every day, even if it's just driving in the car with no radio on, except, of course, Voice America. <laughs> and just really having that reflection time, just really having that. And then we are going to be more in tune with our intuition. But when we've got a lot happening in our life and we're listening to everything else, then it's hard to really be in tune with our intuition. So we've right. had that intuition speaking to us in terms of what's feeling good and what's not feeling good. But when things are going wrong, that's when we need to stop and say, hey, I'm becoming stressed or I'm right. figuring out something's not working. Why? And that's Okay. Sort of we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more to Phoebe Hutchinson, author of Are You Listening? Life is Talking to You and Honeymooners Forever, 12-Step Marriage Survival Guide. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even co-worker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things. And together, you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is one 866 472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hi, everyone. We're back. We're back right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And my guest is Phoebe Hutchinson. Her book is Are You Listening? Life is Talking to You. And Honeymooners Forever, 12-Step Marriage Survival Guide. Welcome back, Phoebe. Hi, how are you? Good, good. I, you were talking uh, a lot about your, your, the chapters in your book and, you know, are you listening? I mean, basically, you know, are you listening to yourself, your thoughts, your emotions, your body, your instincts? Are you listening to your relationships, your love and passion, time and money? Are you listening to the rules? Are you listening to the universe? 
So it's very interesting. My question is, how do you work with people who are having trouble with all of this because they are depressed and have depression? Oh, yes, thank you so much. Yes, and just uh, to reiterate what I was saying before, when I do have someone depressed, um, yes, as, as I said, they were disconnected from life in most cases. Um, so they're suffering almost a numbness. And it's very similar. All the cases I get with depression, it's just so similar how the people feel. Of course, the contributing factors are different, but I do find in most cases, people suffering from depression are suffering from grief. Now, when I speak with women, sometimes it may be, um, uh, it could be an abortion, it could be a miscarriage, it could be a, a loss of, of anything at all. Um, so it's a very, very tragic thing. Uh, certainly even with men, I find they may lose even a relative. And this could be five years, two years. It could be anger at a lost parent who, who's actually passed away. And this grief is not recognized. So it's certainly a very, um, a very tragic thing. And it, it can certainly, depression, of course, has grief in it. I mean, sorry, gosh. Um, grief has depression in it as a stage. But if, it's, if grief is not worked through, um, certainly in a therapeutic way and, and focused on and the person really expressing their feelings, working through their feelings um, and engaging and connecting with that, those deep, deep feelings of loss, then it can be something that continues on and causes almost a lack of faith in life. As you can imagine, if you lose someone you love so much or something so so special to you, you can start to not trust life. And this can cause more blocks, which we were talking about before, which are negative statements about life and fears. Um, so I work with a lot of people with a lot of varying issues. And how do you help them? How do you Sorry? help them? How do you help them? What are some of the strategies and techniques you use? Okay. Um, what first thing I do is identify what's going on in terms of that crisis where those eight areas in their life and seeing basically, which I've got a video on my website, areyoulisting.com.au, you can actually look at me talking about the crisis wheel. I go through that and I identify where their strengths are in terms of those areas and where they're, where they're really struggling. So that's the first point of call. And what I find quite tragically is that when I go through the crisis wheel with the client, if they have five areas out of eight or more that they are struggling with, they are normally having suicidal thoughts. Mm. So they're in crisis, uh, absolute extreme crisis. And I find that this crisis wheel is really good because it lets me as a counsel know in only a matter of minutes where that client's at. Um, the other day I had a client suffering from post-traumatic stress um, mm. and they had seven out of eight. I've never seen such such a tragic crisis wheel. So if you can only imagine, you know, in life, if you've got relationships and, you know, your support networks and your passions and how you're going at work and your thought patterns and your self-esteem and what's happening in your past in terms of trauma and your emotions and then your brain chemicals, if all those areas you're struggling in um, that's when, when, when my clients start having very morbid thinking. So my job is then to say, okay, we've got a client now. They might have four areas that they're really struggling in. I give them tools for those four areas. 
Yeah, that's great. So um, give us an example. When you say tools, would it be meditation? Would it be uh, neuro-linguistic programming? Would it be uh, cognitive behavior therapy, um, emotional freedom technique? What are some of the things that you do? Okay. Well, so with low self-esteem, first thing we do is we, we have to identify and, and understand, hey, you know, they have got low self-esteem, and usually the client knows this. Then we may talk about why that has developed and what can certainly continue or cause that to continue, which may be sometimes dysfunctional relationships, sometimes allowing people to treat us you know, poorly will continue that low self-esteem. But then what I do is I work with affirmations. And I start with something very simple and something very basic, but it's mm. working with the unconscious and we're trying to remove those blocks I talked about. So if I've got someone who's really, really got low self-esteem, I try and start with, I approve of myself. And then I ask the client to say that and see if they can say that without their body, which is, of course, intuition-related, rejecting that. So it's Mm. really starting with getting to the core issue, and I give clients specific um, affirmations for their issue. Like there might be a client who, who feels like they don't deserve love, um, a client who, who feels like they're a poor parent. And so just really working with specific issues and giving them the tailor-made or a few tailor-made affirmations. And I usually encourage the client to say that 20 times a day to really get to those core belief systems. As long as it works in the session, sometimes the client will come back and say, it just felt wrong. And then we'll find one that's not so hard. Most clients can't say, I love myself straight away. It's too much. It, it, it causes a rebellion almost from the soul or the intuition because they know it's not, doesn't, it doesn't feel right. So it has to be something that really connects and then they can say it repetitively. I've had many clients who've been through, you know, huge traumas, divorce, some of them, and they've put up these big posters around their house with the affirmations. Some put them on their phones. Some put them in their cars. Um, so that's really good. One. And, of course, CBT. So depending on what's going on, we're working with uh, the different tools, but um, it's really an emotion. Certainly sometimes it's grief therapy working with them and what's going on. Sometimes it's working with the anger. Yeah. Do you work in groups or do you work mostly individually? No, I don't work in groups. I work individually. Okay. All right. What would you say is the key in terms of listening to time and money? Oh, yes, time. Um, my, I love time and I love Eckhart Tolle's way of dealing with time. And I've based um, my time, some of my time things on Eckhart Tolle. Um, but I think really with time, mindfulness. Certainly I'm encouraging clients and readers in the time chapter to really be present. And, you know, when I first learned that, the whole, the whole world just totally changed really being present, everything we do, whether it's talking to a friend, whether it's watching TV, just being completely in that moment, uh, it completely changes life. So I guess that's one thing, but I talk about a lot of fun things like creating exciting adventures for the future, creating exciting memories. So just, and really looking at time as being like this incredible thing that it is. So, and as far as money, I've got a whole lot on money um, the spiritual side of money, because what I find, um, and also myself, I had I was quite poor in the first um, up to ten years of our marriage, 
uh, we had our son. I, I uh, had to stop work because I had a child many, many years ago, uh, and uh, we were really struggling even to buy him clothes. And for that for that time, um, it was a really uh, oppressing time in our life. And, uh, you know, it caused relationship issues at the time. It was hard. Life was really hard for us. And um, I think, really, with money, there's a very significant uh, spiritual side, and it's really what we're putting out there with our mindset that creates our reality and even the way that we look at what's going on and having gratitude. So I've got a whole lot of little, almost affirmation-based ways we can look at money and change our attitude. And in my book, Are You Listening? Life is Talking to You, I talk about our relationship with money. Mm-hmm. And I really get, I'm encouraging people to pull it apart and to look at, are they angry about money? Do they get the bills? Do they yeah. put them on the fridge? Yeah. Do they, do they yeah, get that negative point. energy? Yeah. All right. We have just a couple minutes left. So what would you like to leave our listeners with today about your book, Are You Listening? Oh, thank you very much. Um, I'd just like to say that um, I guess really, I guess, I guess one, one tip, I guess, for the audience, I, I'm starting this thing. I've been doing it now for about six months, and it's just doing one outside your comfort zone thing a day. And I just find it amazing, and I encourage clients to do it, especially clients who are feeling very um, stuck in the mud, very doing the same thing, you know, very um, controlled by themselves. So really just changing our neurotransmitters pathways by really creating changes in our life every day. So if you come across something every day, just one thing, that you might come across and say, oh, that's a bit outside my comfort zone, just embrace it because it, mm-hmm. it is just amazing. I did a radio show recently, not a radio, a TV show, and um, there was stuff all over the desk, but it wasn't in the camera shot. And I was like, normally I'd be like, oh, no, I can't work with this messy look here. But because I'm doing the one outside of my comfort zone a day, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine, let's embrace it. Yeah, yeah. So it's wonderful. It, it causes a positive change all around. Wonderful. Phoebe, thanks for being on the program. Tell, give us your website so people can find you. Sure, www.areyoulistening.com.au. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the program. Phoebe Hutchinson, no, thank you. Thank author, you so much. author of the book, Are You Listening? Life is Talking to You. All right. Thank you so much, and um, our interview will be up online shortly. So, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, too. All right, folks. uh, We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we will be with our second guest. Her name is Susan Feinblum, and her book is Clairvoyant Psychotherapy. So, you're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living on Voice America, America's Voice. And write to me if you're interested in a complimentary consultation on transitions. I work with people who are in transition and I give them 15-minute consultations to see if I can help you in that particular place move through the transition so then you can get further assistance going down the line. But many times when we've either lost a job or, or there's something with our health or our family or relationship or money, whatever that is, it often is hard for us in that very beginning part of that transition and change to move because we get a little stunned. 
and that's where I come in and help you. So Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. It's on my website as well, PatriciaRaskin.com. You're listening to, again, Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.